0: Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to today's program of Calvary Live. And I will be your host. My name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. I'll be with you for this hour as you get to call in on this program and you get to ask questions and you get to give your prayer requests. As you just heard, the call-in number is 303 303- So we have all open lines. So grab one of those open lines. As soon as the phone uh, calls come in, we'll go to them and we'll pray with you. If you have a prayer request, I'll answer your questions the best I know how. Uh, As you are asking questions about the Bible or Christian living or uh, whatever is on your heart and mind, let's talk about The Lord, let's talk about um, the love of the Lord, uh, the answers that we find in the Word of God. The psalmist writes in Psalm 119, For my lips shall utter praise, for you teach me your statutes. My tongue shall speak of your word, for all your commandments are righteousness. Let your hand become my help, for I have chosen your precepts, and I long for your salvation, O Lord." And your law is my delight. That's in Psalm one nineteen, an incredible psalm. And so we want to just uh, be able to uh, give you encouragement, give you a biblical perspective on things. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Grab one of those open lines. Hey, let's encourage one another. Let's let's get um, uh, the to the place of looking to the Lord and to His Word, and uh, and we need that. And. In a time where there's a lot of confusion, in a time where there's uh, a lot of uncertainty, we know that God's Word is certain, and we know that uh, that He is the one that brings us clarity and truth. So 303-690-3000, and so we just want to be able to encourage you. There is a dedicated text line as well for texting only, and that is 0897. So we can um, have you text in a question or a prayer request that is now open that number 24 seven as a prayer line. So anytime that you want day or night, you can text in a prayer request and the staff at Calvary Church in Aurora, where uh, Grace FM originates from, they will be looking at that and there will be a prayer team praying for you, and they will respond to you. So 24-7 prayer line, uh, as you can text in a prayer request. During this hour, we are going to uh, be uh, taking your prayer requests and your questions on the text line 720-336-0897. I want to welcome everyone in Colorado and Wyoming that's listening on Grace FM on this windy day. Love to hear from you guys, and uh, so blessed to be with you. Also want to welcome those on the East Coast listening in on Hope and Truth FM. You too can call at that number, 303-690-3000. Call in, and uh, love to talk to you. You are a week delayed on the program. That is, you can call in right now. We can have our conversation. And then next week, it will air on Truth or Hope FM, whatever station you are listening to. And I want to welcome all the online listeners as well that listen in as you are on your tablets or your phone listening in, but also on the Grace FM webpage, uh, even listeners from different parts of the world. So um, we uh, welcome you as well. It's a growing audience. 303-690-3000. We got full lines. Let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. Let's go to Wendy in Platteville. Hi, Wendy.
0: Oh, Hi. Hey. How are you? Hey. Good. It's good to be here. Um, yeah, first, I wanted to say um, I want to thank all pastors for having Calvary Live available for answering questions.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a privilege.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. And, uh, So um, I've been having anxiety, like a lot of us, especially present time, with current world events happening all around us, and um, I do know God is in control and to focus on His promises. Right. Um, And uh, my question is, what does the Bible have to say concerning the end times with birth pains? in regards to the COVID pandemic and
2: the rioting. Everything that's going on, there's a lot that's been going on, hasn't there? And it's interesting, Wendy, because I did a prophecy update after uh, Easter, after Resurrection Weekend, uh, because things have been happening so quickly. And so first of all, as we know that Jesus spoke of birth pangs, right, Um, that— that he spoke that in the last days as the disciples came to him and asked him, you know, what are the signs of the end of the age? Um, When is your coming? And Jesus would begin to talk to them about certain signs that would take place that are likened to birth pangs, as you just mentioned, Wendy. And I think that's really important for us to consider as we get into this discussion. Because birth pangs, as a woman goes into labor, she has contractions. As she gets closer to the birth of that child, those contractions happen more frequently and more intensely. And that's what I believe is taking place in the world today. So as you look at the Olivet Discourse, Jesus talking about the birth pangs in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and then also in Luke chapter 21, he speaks about different birth pangs and it's interesting that he does and i'm going to read kind of from luke's gospel and from matthew's gospel but he says that take heed that you don't be deceived many will will come in my name saying i am he and uh he goes on he talks about you'll hear rumors of wars um and then he said nation will rise against nation kingdom against kingdom there will be great earthquakes in various places famines and pestilence and there will be fearful sights and great signs from the heaven It is interesting also in the narrative that we read in Matthew's Gospel that he says part of the signs will be that there will be many false prophets who will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. So I believe a lot of what we're seeing today are birth pangs that are taking place. There's so much that has happened. When we opened up 2020, We saw locust infestation in Africa. They believe that infestation is going to be 400 times worse as a new generation of locusts are marching across Africa eating everything. There has been the fires in Australia burning up that continent like never before. We're seeing this pandemic happen. He said there'll be pestilence and famines. And also what we're seeing around us in our nation with the things that are taking place you know, with the protesting and all that. Now, here's the thing I want to say. Uh, I want to be open to learn. I want to listen. Um, I, I want to be able to to hear the voices of the people as they peacefully protest. We want to be salt and light. But also what we are seeing is that we are seeing that those who have, you know, rage and anger and, um, and those who... Uh, have gone outside the limits of that or outside the parameters of protesting peacefully. So there's a lot going on right now. And, um, And I always look at everything through the lens of Scripture. And the answer for us as the church, we're to be here to be salt and light. And we are to give the gospel because that is the hope of our communities. That's the hope of our state. That's the hope of the nation. That's the hope of the world. And I want to give the gospel. And, and the gospel uh, is, um, the answers are found at the cross of Jesus who went and died for every single one of us. And he's the one that gives us a living hope because of his death uh, for our sins and his resurrection. And I want to stay focused on the gospel. I want to give the gospel. I want to give that message as long as I got breath. Uh, and, uh, I know that um, the Lord is coming back very, very soon. So the Bible talks about these different things that will be taking place. Talks about a one-world government that will be on the scene, uh, where you know um, you're going to have to make an allegiance with this one ruler. All these things are that we're seeing today are going to culminate to where there's going to be the birth of the kingdom of God when He comes back. So there's a lot to take in, a lot to consider and all that.
0: Yes, there sure is. And, um, yeah, things are happening so swiftly. And, um, and uh, I don't know, sometimes when I, you know, talk to a few coworkers at work, they just don't understand what I'm talking about because they're not believers. And um, so I try and stay away from that a little bit. But yet I, yeah. I know it's very important to, as believers, to um you know, to step up and, you know, uh talk about the gospel of Jesus and the love and um um but it's just right. kinda of scary and um it it just seems like we're close to having a one world government with things that are happening so fast.
2: Yeah, and we need to be praying and we you know we need to be there's a lot of emotion out there and I want to be part of the solution. I want to listen. I want to to listen to people, be sensitive to them. But I do know this, that I got a message to give, um, a message that the world desperately needs to hear, and that is the love of Jesus Christ. And, you know, I was thinking about this today in Revelation chapter 5 when the church is before the throne of God, that, that the church is singing this new song, and the new song is that you have redeemed us. Out of every tribe, people, nations, and kindreds and um and Jesus said, "If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself, and that's the message I want to give Jesus Christ and him crucified and um and that is the hope, but I also want to listen and I want to learn, and I want to be sensitive and and we as Christians have a message of treating those." with dignity and, um, and caring for people and showing compassion and also you know to love justice and desire mercy. And that's what I pray for in our nation as well. But I know we need Christ desperately. So good question, Wendy. Continue to be light, all right?
0: Okay, well, thank you very much.
2: God bless you. You have a good evening, all right? All right, when somebody hangs up, then there is a line that is open. So grab one of those open lines. We're just getting started. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figgs, and let's go to Longmont, where Julie is on line two. Hi, Uh, Julie.
1: Hello, Pastor Jeff. I spoke with you yesterday with an urgent prayer request from my brother Steve, and the test came back uh, positive for him, negative for for the bad stuff they are kicking him out of the hospital. He's going home today. Praise God for answering <laughs> prayer. And God is so good.
2: Yes. And, you know, I, I know that we prayed for Steve and um, yes. I got it here in my prayer journal and, uh, and prayer works. And I'm so glad that the Lord just uh, brought healing and, um, you know, we're going to give him the praise. How's uh, your sister doing?
1: Uh, she, is doing better than I I would have expected. As I mentioned, uh, she's had a, a history of nerve problems, but uh, yeah. she's coping very well, and and it's just God is so good. That's all I can say. The Lord is he is, good.
2: is good. The the Lord is good, and He's merciful, and and um and we're going to give Him praise. So Lord, I thank you for Julie in this praise report. And uh as she called yesterday, I know she was very concerned for her um you know uh, brother and, and sister in law and and um and I just thank you that Steve is getting out of the hospital, and the blood clots were not an issue and and Lord, I pray he'd go home and get the rest he needs and continue to get stronger. I just pray for Kathy that you would just help her, and that uh, with the ease of of worry and all that that um she would be able to just um, just be able to have our body rest and our mind rest. So, Lord, I just pray that you would just minister to this family. Thank you for Julie and the praise report. And, Lord, we do give all the glory to you. You, you love us so much. And, um, and so uh, thank you for your compassion. Continue to, to minister to this family um, in every way in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Oh, and to, uh, a footnote. <laughs> they are expecting an, uh, another great-grandchild, great
2: grandchild. Uh, great. Wonderful.
1: In, de- in December. So. <laughs> and it's going to be praise a little
2: God. boy. So. A little boy. That's so praise, wonderful.
1: Praise God. Okay. Thank you so much, Pastor.
2: You Have bet, Julie. Thanks for you. calling. I, appreciate, I yes. appreciate you calling and filling me in. Okay. Yes. Keep okay. in touch. Bye-bye. All right. Bye bye. 303-690-3000, you know, family, so wonderful when, um, you know, uh, God is working in, in our loved ones, in their lives, physically, mentally, spiritually. Maybe you have a prayer request, I'd love to have you call in and pray. The number here, the call-in number is 303-690-3000, as we got plenty of time in the show for you to call, and, and uh, I believe that we do have an open line. And uh, then also, The text line is 720-336-0897 for love for you to be able to text in a question or a prayer request. In the meantime, as you are calling in, uh, grabbing that extra line, let's go to Lynn in North Glen. Hi, Lynn. Lynn, are you there? So I know maybe Lynn, maybe we lost her, but... um, Lynn, I'd like for you to call back if you can. It's an interesting question that you had. Uh, I'll try to answer it, Lynn, if, if you're not able to call back and come back to it. Um, but um, we'd love for you to call back. And uh, let's go ahead. Let's go to, we got a couple open lines now. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Let's go to um, Carson in Fort Collins. Hey, Carson. Hello. Hey, sir. How are, how are you?
3: Good. Good. How are you? Good.
2: I'm doing good. How? Can, what can we do for you today?
3: Oh man, so I just heard about you yesterday. I got in my sister's car for work because I had to drive a car, and yet one of the channels on there was 897. So I got on that. I can't believe I'm talking to you this evening, but <laughs> I had uh, I had a question about. So I've only been a Christian for about a year now. I didn't grow up in a church family. And my sister. I don't know if you know what Young Life is in Fort Collins. Yes, I do.
2: Just, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so she was a leader for that um, for a couple of years, and I went on a trip last winter, and that really hooked me. That was, like, the best weekend of my life. So now I'm trying yeah. to get all my friends into it that I still hang out with because I've known them all my life. But, you know, they're into drinking every weekend and stuff too, and I'm hooked into it as well, so I buy into it every time. But... Um, we always have these conversations and I, about life and stuff, and I always try to point them towards the right way, but I just have trouble trying to explain it to them. The main thing I say is I got into it because the three questions I had about life was how I got here, what's my purpose, and where I'm going when it's over. And through mm-hmm. Jesus and Christianity, I answered all those. So that's what I try to do. But if you have any other recommendations, I'd love to hear it.
2: Yeah, and it, first of all, it just listening to your testimony is so wonderful that you come to Christ, and, and Carson, hang on to him. It blesses me so much to hear young people um, that are coming to Christ, because He is our hope, um, and He did create you, and He created you with a purpose, and um, for His good pleasures. He has such a wonderful plan for your life, and that... As you come to him, you have eternal life. And man, to me, when I heard the gospel for the very first time, I was young too. That was a long time ago. And I remember thinking, I want to be forgiven. I want eternal life. And and as you're ministering to your friends, I think a real key is, first of all, pray for them. Pray for them every day. Lift them up to the Lord. By their names and say, Lord, open up their hearts, soften their hearts, um, and to be able to minister to them in a way that you're sharing the love of Jesus Christ. But also, I think Carson and I don't know um, all the details, but you know, as you know, they're still doing worldly things and stuff. To be able to perhaps invite them over to your place where you know you can kind of control the um, the atmosphere, the environment. When you read in Matthew's gospel, Matthew was a tax collector. And in Jesus' day, the tax collectors were really hated. People despised the tax collectors. They were lumped in with the the worst of the sinners. And Jesus walked up to Matthew's table there in Capernaum and said, follow me. And it says that Matthew immediately Put down his tax book, you know, left everything, and he followed Jesus. And instead of following the king of Rome, he dis- is going to follow the king of kings, Jesus Christ. It tells us that Matthew then had all his buddies over. And as you read it, it, it says that Matthew had uh, other sinners over, is what they were called in the scriptures. Um, he had uh, those who were considered sinners, tax collectors, and and others, he had them over to his house. And I believe as Jesus was there, and of course the religious leaders were upset about it, that he had them over to his house to meet his new boss, if you would. This is the one I am now going to follow, to meet Jesus. And, and Jesus was there, and as the religious leaders were uh, getting upset and everything, Um, it was, you know, the religious leader says, you're, you know, why do you eat with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came to save the sick and the lost. Here's the thing, Carson, invite them over Just say, Hey, you know, have some dinner for them, you know, get some, you know, some burgers going or something, and just say i really want to share with you the love of jesus christ what he means to me that and and to do the best that you can and to pray and ask the lord to open their hearts and i think you're you're doing good because you have a desire to to want to share that and um and share that uh this is real and that he loves you and he died for you and and um so You know, just pray about those opportunities to kind of get in that place, in that quiet place with your friends and to be able to share with them the love of Jesus Christ.
3: All right. Yes, sir. I Also, I listen to all these podcasts and everything, and I always read my Bible and everything and pray at night and everything, but nothing's really struck me and, like, gave me chills and stuff as much as listening to you in the past few days. I don't know if you would ever be able to, but if I could have like 30 minutes with you, I think you would turn me so much and make my faith go so much more if I could just talk to you. But...
2: Abs- yeah, absolutely. Carson, what it, what you do is, if you can look us up, you know, org. if you just Calvary Chapel Greeley, and then I got an email address. It's Pastor Jeff at com. You email me. Tell me you talk to me, and then we'll arrange something. Okay?
3: Okay. Thank you, sir.
2: And you know, and uh, you know, you're doing the right things. You're listening to podcasts. You're listening to the Word of God. You're going to grow, and um, it's you know, it's it, it's a process. It's it's a growing process. And I remember when I was young. Um, Man, I was going to church, I was in fellowship, and I know that's kind of hard because a lot of churches aren't even meeting right now, um, but but we're doing in-person services right now. And, you know, any opportunity you have to come by, you know, because Greeley's not that far from Fort Collins, but email me and we can converse, and I'd, I'd just love to encourage you any way that they can.
3: All right. Thank you, sir.
2: Hey, can I pray for you? Yes, sir. Father, I pray for Carson as he's come to Christ and uh, come to you. I thank you for his salvation, that um, that he has the spirit of adoption where he can cry out, Abba, Father. And Lord, I just pray that you would minister to his heart. Give him wisdom in ministering to his friends that he cares about. And Lord, that you did come to save that which is lost. Uh, you came to, to save those who are sick. And all of us, we were born sick and need of forgiveness, and that message of your love and and the cross is the answer for not only Carson for me, for all believers, but for everyone and so Lord, I, I thank you that he desires to share with his friends, give him wisdom, give him the opportunity, Lord, help him to grow, Lord help him to to sense your presence, and Lord, uh, looking forward to just being able to talk to Carson. Encouraging him in the future. So I just pray that you would bless him in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Blessing, brother.
3: Uh,
2: okay. Yeah. CalvaryChapelGreeley.org, dot org. And you can and my email address is there, okay? Right on. And the maybe. phone number. Okay, Carson. Bye bye. Take care. 303 690 3000 is the number to call. We got a couple open lines. So I'd love to talk to you and and um you need prayer. You you got a question. Um we are going to continue with the phone lines. Let me give you that text number again. And that text number is 720-336-0897. So give me a call. We're going to go to Elizabeth Jake's online too. Hi Jake.
3: Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
2: i'm doing good thanks for calling in today
3: absolutely uh so i just had a quick question um so i heard that when god comes he's going to come on his horse and Mm. one piece of information that i was just curious about i didn't know if i misheard it or not is he going to be coming with his followers or would he be coming with his angels
2: he's going to be coming with us we are going to come back jude says that little epistle before the book of revelation that, behold, he comes with ten thousands of his saints. It's speaking of us. You see, what's going to happen, Jake, is we're going to be raptured before the tribulation period. The rapture is when the Lord's going to come for his church. And then the second coming of Jesus Christ at the end of the tribulation period is when he comes with his church. He's going to come with us. I'll read to you as uh, we see that um, in Revelation chapter 19, His eyes are like a flame of fire, describing Jesus. And he's clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. That's you and me. Um, We are going to come back with him. And then the Bible says we're going to rule and reign with him in the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. So we're going to be working for the Lord, and uh, it's going to be wonderful. It's incredible. That's our future jake that he's going to come and take us home first um you know we're going to meet him in the air Uh, then he's going to tuck us away while the tribulation period is going on here on the earth and then we're going to come back with him and rule and reign with him for a thousand years
3: nice that's awesome um another question that i was curious when he when he raptures the church will our bodies be left behind, and He would just take our souls? Or do you think He's going to take all of it?
2: That's a very good question. And you know what? We're getting ready to go to break here, Jake. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to hang on, and I'm going to walk you through it, because what you're asking is a very important question. And there are those who have come along and said, well, only our spirits are going to be raptured. But the Bible is going to make it very clear that our bodies are going to be raptured. And I'm going to kind of walk you through it and um very quickly so but i want you to hold on because you're going to hear music here in a second we're going to go to our only break and then on the other side of the break we're going to pick it up as uh jake is asking this very important question about the rapture of the church is it going to be a physical rapture or is it only going to be a spiritual rapture And we're going to answer that when we get back. Also, we got open lines. So grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000. Let's continue the discussion talking about Jesus, the return of the Lord, or any other question that you might have. Be right back.
0: Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
2: Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. I'm Pastor Jeff Fix of Calvary Greeley with you this afternoon. Had a great first half of the show. We got plenty of time for you to call in and uh, we have... I think an open line, so I'd love to talk to you about the things of the Lord, pray with you as well. And then also there is the dedicated text line. I want to remind you that that text line is open 24-7 for you to text in a prayer request. And those at Calvary Church will be looking at that and responding to you, and the prayer team will be praying for you. I think that's so neat that anywhere in the country you can text in at 720 336 0897. Really, if you're able to do it internationally, you know how to work uh, the numbers, you can text in a prayer request. But we just want to welcome everyone who's listening today, whether you're listening on Grace FM, Hope FM, Truth FM on the East Coast, any other radio station. If you're online, um, if you are listening different parts of the world, we had people listening from Ukraine and uh, South Africa, from um, from. Africa, from just different parts of the world. So glad that you've joined us. God bless you. Uh, The brethren is one. We are one church. We are one body. And it's so wonderful to be able to connect together with technology. So glad that you are with us. Um, I do want to say very quickly, and then we're going to go back to the phone, but I wanted to let you know that here at Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado, We have started in-person services on Sunday morning, 8.30, 10.30. We've opened up our backyard for outdoor service. We also have limited seating in the sanctuary. Where uh, If you don't want to be out in the sun, you can be in the sanctuary where you can hear the service uh, on the the screens and also in the coffee shop. Uh, We are practicing social distancing. We are taking uh, the CDC recommendations as well. So you can look at all that on our website, org. But we've been doing in-person services over the last couple of weeks. More people came back last week. Uh, It's wonderful. And, you know, it's summertime. And just to be outside, bring your chair, bring an umbrella, bring some water. We try to keep the service in an hour so you're not out in the sun too much. And uh, it's just wonderful for us to get together and worship together. And see one another, uh, even though we have all the things that we have to practice and being uh, just sensitive to one another, safe with one another. Uh, please check us out. Um, maybe um, that you just want to be in fellowship with some believers, come and join us. We'd love to have you do that. We're going through Matthew's gospel, incredible study. We're in the heart of the Sermon on the Mount, eight thirty, ten thirty. Also, for those of you who don't feel comfortable in being with the crowd. or um, And we got plenty of space to spread out. We're outside, and uh, people really like that. And uh, But we are doing online services, 830, 1030 as well. So you can watch us online at calvarychapelgreely.org. And also Wednesday night, tomorrow night, we're going to continue online service only, uh, and we are going through the Book of Jeremiah. And the Book of Jeremiah is speaking to a nation— that um, has turned away from the Lord. So as we go through it, very powerful, very relevant for us today. So join us as we are doing the Book of Jeremiah in the Old Testament and then also Sunday morning in-person services in the backyard. i love to be able to to see you, worship with you, encourage you. Um, We're slowly getting back. It's been a long few months, hasn't it? But I I really believe the church needs to be meeting and getting together and praying. And be praying for the pastors in your community as well, because these are hard decisions. They're doing their best. They're, you know, trying to keep everybody safe and doing their best and making decisions to open up. So we're praying for the pastors here in Greeley. Uh, can't wait till the other churches, you know are able to open up, and and we can all be a light together and salt in our communities, especially with all the things that are going on, and to be able to to stand on the gospel together, so in-person services. But before we went to the break, we were with Jake. Jake, are you still with us? Jake is still there? Okay, I don't know if Jake is there, um, but Jake, Jake, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. So you are asking about the rapture of the church. Is it a physical rapture or is it just spiritual? And I'm going to read to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 because there are some false teachers that will come along and say it's just spiritual. But we know that um when Jesus when he rose from the grave, was it physical or was it spiritual? It was physical. It was It was physical it was the physical resurrection matter of fact that is the essential foundation of the gospel that Jesus physically died on the cross he was physically buried and he physically rose from the grave and Paul writes about in first Corinthians chapter 15 that because Jesus rose from the grave physically bodily that we have that promise as well because the rapture of the church, Paul's writing about the resurrection, and the resurrection is speaking about eternal life in a new celestial body, a new heavenly body, and he writes about the the rapture of the church in First Thessalonians chapter four and First Corinthians chapter fifteen, and he says, "Behold, in First Corinthians fifteen, because Jesus rose from the grave." I tell you a mystery, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, For um, and the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. So he says that we're going to be raised up. We're going to go from um, this corruptible must put on incorruption, mortal put, must put on immortality. Um, we know that 1 uh, Thessalonians Chapter Four speaks about that the dead in Christ will rise first, and then we who are alive and remain will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. So no question that it is a physical you know resurrection where the church is going to be taken, and we're going to receive new bodies instantly at that time that will last for all eternity, and and um, I can't wait for it to happen. So it's a physical resurrection that will take place at the rapture of the church okay that's awesome yeah so if anybody comes along says no it's only spiritual um you know you can take him to first corinthians 15 you can take him to first thessalonians chapter 4 and um and you can say no it's a physical resurrection so we will be gone and and of course to think to remember now the question that follows jake is a lot of people ask well what about now you know if a a believer dies um You know what happens to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord, second Corinthians chapter five. So we go home to be with the Lord, but eventually at the rapture of the church, they will get their new heavenly body. And, um, and so that's what the resurrection is all about. Getting a new celestial heavenly body that will last for all eternity. And, um, you know, our, our bodies will be raised up that, which is corruptible to incorruption, mortal to immortality. So it's, it's amazing, isn't it?
3: That is so cool. What if you're
2: that is cool. That it, that it, that's our future. And that's what, what I want Christians to really get focused on is that we have a wonderful future ahead because the last few months have been a real drag, hasn't it? And as we watch things around us that, you know, cause us to think, you know, where are we headed? Well, for the Christian, we are headed for a glorious future. So I appreciate your question.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much.
2: You bet. All right, Jake. Keep studying the word. All right, God bless you. Hey, we got a we got a couple open lines. 303 690 3000 is the number to call to be on the air, and that's the heart of this show as you call in and ask questions and give your prayer request. So grab one of those open lines. In the meantime, uh, again, that number, 303-690-3000. Let me give you the text, 720-336-0897. is the text line. We'll go to it if we got some time, but I'd love to talk to you. Let's go to Baltimore, where Michelle's on line one. Hi, Michelle.
1: Um, it's Sheila.
2: It's Sheila? Sheila, yeah, Sheila. How are you?
0: I'm doing okay, it's just that it's hard with what we're going through, you know, the world. You know, nothing mm. like this, you know, what we're how talking can, about.
2: <laughs> yeah, how can <laughs> we pray for you?
0: Yeah. Um, I've got depression, anxiety, and blood um, pressure. And my husband had diabetes, um, papers, for us. It's been hard for the last few years
2: so sorry. I'd love to pray with you, and I want to give you a scripture, okay? And in this scripture, because, um, you know, um, it can be a time, especially now with all the things going on where we can get down, we get discouraged. We have a lot of anxiety um, as we see the things around us or the circumstances that we are facing. But I do want you to know that the Lord loves you and that he is with you. And he desires to minister to you his comfort uh, because he's the God of comfort that comforts us in all our tribulations, whatever it is that you're going through. You know, as you're going through the the difficulties, um, I see your husband has diabetes um, as you're struggling with anxiety. um, But I want to read to you what Philippians chapter 4 says, that be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I want to continue reading that finally, brethren, whatever things are true and whatever things are noble and whatever things are just and whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And so I pray for my sister. I just pray that, Uh, Lord, as her husband has diabetes, that you would just minister to him, help him to manage that. Lord, even bring healing, um, because we know you can heal anything. We pray that, uh, Lord, that you would uh, just minister to him physically, emotionally, spiritually. And Lord, you know their needs. And I pray for my sister here, that, Lord, that you would just help her. um, Lord, with the depression, with the anxiety that happens, that she would set her heart and her mind on you. And with thanksgiving as she does, you promise that as she lets her request be known to you, that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard her heart and mind. And that's what I pray for, that you comfort her heart, that you strengthen her heart, that you would just, uh, Lord, just work in her life and help her to meditate on those things which are just and those things which are noble and those things that are lovely and have good report and those things that are praiseworthy. So I pray that you would work in this couple's lives. Lord, I thank you that they're listening to the word of God. I thank you for their call. Bless them in every way. In Jesus' name, amen and an amen. amen. God bless you. Hey, you stay in touch, okay?
0: Um, thank you.
2: Okay, bye-bye. Take care. 303 690 Love to hear... Um, People from the East Coast, I appreciate you guys calling that are listening on Hope and Truth FM. Love staying connected to you guys, praying for you guys out there as well. So um, continue to call in um, and uh, be a part of the show. And uh, what a blessing it is to hear from you guys from Baltimore and Philadelphia and uh, different parts of Pennsylvania, New Jersey uh, and Maryland. And um, so, so glad to be a part of your lives as well. Give me a call. we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Eaton, Colorado. Where it's, is it Lee or Leah? Uh, Lee. Lee. Hi, Lee. How yeah. are you?
1: I'm not doing real well. I lost oh, my husband three months ago. And I'm turning 71 tomorrow, and I'm having a real hard time having a holiday you know, yeah, without him. Yeah. And Absolutely. I need to know absence from the body and presence from the with the Lord. So he, he's with the Lord, mm-hmm. and I know I will see him again, and I look forward to that. Yeah, because I miss him so much.
2: Absolutely, and I'm so sorry for your your grief and your sorrow and we do have that blessed hope we have that that you know living hope that comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ and there will be that reunion you know that we will see our loved ones again you will see your husband again and that will be the reunion for all eternity but right now the separation is temporary It's still painful and it's hard and grieving is a long road to go through. And um and so I just want to again um just share with you what what Paul wrote is he wrote that blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and the mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation. And um and he desires to comfort you in this tribulation. But also I want to read to you from Psalm sixty one. And it is the Psalm 61, 62, 63. It's that trilogy of Psalms that I read over and over again that it seems like I return to when I'm going through a difficult time. But in Psalm 61, David, he's writing um, at a time of hurt and pain and uncertainty. And he writes to the Lord, Hear my cry, O God, and attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed and lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy, and I will abide in your tabernacle forever, and I will trust in the shelter of your wings. Father, I just pray for Lee. as She lost her husband, the love of her life, three months ago. And as she's having a birthday, she feels like there's not a whole lot to celebrate. But deep down inside, she does know that we can celebrate that there's a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But during this time as she has a hole in her heart and as she is grieving and on this journey of grief that is very hard and difficult, that I pray for your comfort because you are the God who comforts us in all our tribulations. And Lord, I pray that you be with her and Lord that she would perceive your presence. And underneath it all, that she would have a peace that passes understanding. So, Lord, just be with her as she is crying in her heart, has a hole in her heart. And, Lord, I just pray that as her heart is overwhelmed, that she knows she can call out to you. So, Lord, um, you are the one, as we are told in Isaiah that Jesus is a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And I pray that you would just minister to her your comfort and strength in every way in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much. That was very comforting.
2: Lee, I'm so sorry for your loss. And Thank you. And we'll be praying for you. You need prayer. Please um call us, stay close to the program and, um, and and we're going to be praying for you during this time, okay?
1: Okay, and thank you so much because it was very comforting, and I will read those songs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. God bless you.
1: Thank you. Bye.
2: Grieving is a hard, hard journey, and um, some of you are probably grieving right now. It, it may be grieving the loss of a loved one or grieving over a relationship that's been strained or severed. Maybe you're grieving over... Uh, circumstance that, that you're in that you've lost um some certainty in life or it seemed like it was certainty security in life um it's a hard hard process but um there's a sting to it, grieving and and so we want to just minister to you hey we got plenty of time um give me a call we got open lines i believe right now 3036903000 We've had a wonderful program today. So blessed to be a part of your lives. You know, just again to remind you that um, be praying for your community, be praying for our nation more than ever. And uh, we need to be praying, you know, for all the things that, that we see going on around us. Um, We want to be looking to the Lord. And I know for me, that's where I want to keep my focus on and be salt and light to those who are around us. So, um just want to be able to to keep that focus on that. Uh, we do have some grace uh, some uh, text questions that have come in, and uh, somebody is asking for prayer under spiritual attack right now uh, for strength, mental clarity, and confidence um, and this is someone who's older who's an older senior and Lord, I just pray for this individual that is under great spiritual attack right now. I just pray that you would minister to them. Um, and and it can be really hard when we are older, but at any age. And I pray that you would give strength to this individual, mental clarity, confidence. Um, during this time where uh, the enemy is just attacking and throwing the fiery darts, I pray that she would be able to put on the whole armor of God or he, uh, whoever sent in this text, and, Lord, you know who they are. I just pray for strength, and I pray that um, for your grace to be evident in their life and worked out in their life. So, Lord, uh, just help them during this spiritual attack because it's real. It's real. The enemy comes against us at whatever age we might be at to attack our minds, uh, to attack us in any way that he can. So I just pray for you to work in every way during this time and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. So uh, we want to continue to pray. Let's continue. Um, we also are, um, somebody is, says, as the end draws nearer and nearer, God will open up the eyes and ears of those around the world and soften their hearts to him. And, of course, that is a prayer uh, that we want to be salt and light to the people around us, to our communities, to share the gospel with people. Uh, The world needs to hear the gospel more than ever. Um, And so, Father, we do pray for that. Uh, We pray that um, you would, Lord, um, just open the eyes of those in our community, in our state, in this nation, uh, in, in the world. Lord, I pray for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit. I want to pray for our leaders, Lord, that um, somehow there be a turning to you. I pray for, uh, Lord, uh, those who are um, serving our communities in law enforcement, um, those who are serving our nation in the military, those who are the first responders. I know this is very difficult days, and I know that there's a lot of, of a lot of tension right now, but Lord, we know that you set them in authority for good. And I just pray that as the discussion goes on right now during this time and and uh, that we would listen. And Lord, we just pray that um, that there would be a coming together and realizing that you did ordain peace officers for good. But also, I also pray that there would be sensitivity in moving towards listening to one another, to be salt and light, Lord, to show compassion and mercy and justice and Lord, that uh, Father, this nation needs you, uh, that we need you and um so I pray that the churches would stand on the gospel and people would respond to the gospel message and Lord, we just lift this all up to you um, because um, we know that um, this is all moving towards something and um, and that your son is going to come back and establish his kingdom. And that's when righteousness will cover the earth as waters cover the sea. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Somebody also was asking as well about how bad is it going to get before the rapture of the church? We don't know exactly. Uh, the rapture of the church w- will... Um, take place at any time we don't know the day or the hour but we do know that the birth pangs are opening we do know that um, things are coming to um, uh, a um, you know to a conclusion um, to where the Lord will take the church Uh, but you know it's a long discussion and Jesus said uh, there are certain signs we know that'll it be like the days of Noah that it will be like the days of Sodom and Gomorrah um, is what he says. So all those things are discussion. Uh, a couple things uh, is um, there um, is a couple of book recommendations that are helpful for outreach. Um, and one is the third option, Miles McPherson. Um, and uh, I know that Pastor Ed gave us all his books sometime, a lot of us pastors before all this happened sometime last year, I believe last summer I, we got the book, so uh that is something that it will be a great reading to you and um talking about um the third option, loving and um you know the discussion that we have today of what's going on around us with the racial tensions and things like that so uh that is an uh, a great great uh resource, the third option, Miles McPherson, a pastor. Um, in San Diego, the Rock Church, I believe. Matter of fact, uh, we have some people that um, come he- that go there whenever they're staying out in San Diego. So highly recommend it. And uh, let's keep our eyes on the Lord. Uh, let's keep our eyes uh, through the lens of Scripture and look into God's Word, and keep our heart and minds on the gospel message. Is what we are to do. Hey, I do have a prayer request that I want to get in before the end of the show. And that is for somebody praying for their niece, Mariah, and she's in a hospital with a bad kidney infection and migraine. Um, so we just want to lift her up, Lord, to you. We pray for the doctors to find the correct antibiotic to kill the infection. And um, so, Lord, just be with the medical team, bring healing to her, um, with uh, take the infection away. Uh, and the migraines. Just bring relief to her in every way. Touch her deeply and uh, bring healing to her. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, before we go off, I want to remind you once again that we're doing in-person services. It's good to see the church is starting to come back slowly. Uh, we are slowly starting to meet as well during the week at different times, and uh, so look at our website and uh, you know for us as Christians to be together, and also for those of you who aren't comfortable in uh meeting in person that we are continuing our online services uh but it's so wonderful the church um, to be um you know moving forward to where we can gather together because the Lord you know in the scripture made it to where uh we meet with um, you know fellowship with the Lord is very important, but fellowship with one another as well and You know, it was wonderful. I was doing a uh, video with uh, our resource center uh, here as, as, you know, they aren't able to do a baby bottle campaign because the churches aren't meeting, that the churches supported that very important ministry. And it was good to see that we can move forward. And and, uh, so the baby bottle campaign for the resource center, Gail Holmes, uh, wonderful, wonderful, godly uh, lady that's been leading that ministry that we support very much here in in northern Colorado and Greeley, and um, so if you're interested, uh, get on their website, the Resource Center here in Greeley. Um, Test for Greeley uh, is the website and dot uh, com, and um, I just love to see the ministry. They're saving lives and ministering to uh, people, and and. Parenting classes and things like that, and we got several people here that are involved in that. So just wanted to to, to let you know about that. And uh, be praying in your community. Be praying uh, for churches and pastors that are desiring to open up churches um, and for wisdom. And uh, hey, we're still here. We're still a voice, and uh, we are going to um, be an impact to our communities and to stand on the gospel and continue to do that so so glad that you've tuned in today so glad for the discussion that we have stay close to the lord keep growing in the word of god thank you so much for those of you who've called in and um we are are going to keep moving forward in what the lord has for us so um stay in the word stay close to him be in fellowship if you can god bless you we'll see you next time